preceding program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Fountain Hills, Arizona, and I am so delighted to have you with us today. The show is brought to you by Slim Roast Coffee by Valentis. If you drink coffee and need to lose some weight, this might be just the thing for you. It's great coffee, gives you great results. I am now working on my second 20 pounds. We won't talk about how far I have to go. Uh, It's not in stores, so if you're interested in knowing more about it, contact me at ireneconlon at gmail.com. Go to the self-improvement blog today, read our guest's bio, watch his videos, take a look at his picture because you're going to want to know more about him very, very soon into this program. Almost every day on the news, we hear about scams, not just by individuals, but also by major businesses and corporations and even banks. We hear about credit card fraud, the stealing of your tax refund. Built-in obsolescence, misrepresentation of products and services. Some network marketing companies are making wild claims about products and compensation and giving a bad name to those that work for excellence in both. We hear about scale recalibrating to weigh everything heavier and rigging of the gas pumps to give you less than you pay for. The consumer wonders how they can cut through the hype and know what's really being sold, and if the company delivers what they promise to deliver. And you may ask, or at least think, whatever happened to integrity? We're going to talk about that today. And we have a guest who's a specialist in integrity. Isn't that wonderful? Ron Willingham is founder and CEO of Integrity Systems, an international training and development company with more than one and a half million graduates in 80 nations. Ron's latest work is The Authentic Salesperson, a 13-week course that includes new research and concepts that help salespeople significantly increase their sales productivity. Ron was one of the original founders and past national director, national board chairman of Kids at Hope, and he now serves on the board of Simplicity of Stillness Method Foundation. He has authored 12 books. Imagine writing 12 books. 
Among them are Integrity Selling for the 21st Century, The Inner Game of Selling, and Integrity Service. Go on Amazon and, and put his name in and see these wonderful books that he's written. You'll know that he knows what he's talking about. Ron lives in Phoenix, Arizona and Santa Fe, New Mexico, not at the same time. It is such a delight and pleasure for me to welcome Ron Willingham to the Self-Improvement Show. Ron, welcome. Thank you, Irene. It is so nice to have you on. You know, it, Sometimes I wonder if we've forgotten the word integrity with all the hype we see all the time. But tell us about yourself first. Let's get started with my usual question. Who is Ron Willingham? Okay. Well, I'm not so sure it's going to thrill the audience, but um, I'll, I'll answer your question. Okay. Uh, I, uh, um, I, I uh, got into the uh, training and development business in 1965. Um, and and I was about four years old. <laughs> if, you're to, if, if you're trying to figure out my age, uh, um, and, uh, and 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 I was uh, fortunate enough to discover a process to create behavior change in people. So um, what we saw happening in the courses that I developed was uh, about it was and, and the original one was a twelve week course. About the third or fourth week, we began to see change in people. They began to do things automatically that they had not been doing before. And um, without getting into tremendous detail on that, uh, it it was amazing, and I didn't understand what was happening. Uh, It was just feeling good when people tell me, here's what I'm doing, and here's what's happening, and, and, and here's who I'm seeing myself. Uh, that, that's all different than had happened before. Um, and, and so I struggled. I, I lived in, uh, in the Texas Panhandle in Amarillo, and, and that was not exactly the uh, wor- center of the world. Um, no, I, and, I, I lived in Plainview. I know what you're talking about. You're kidding. You're kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I used to conduct courses in Plainview years and years and years ago. <laughs> but anyway, um, one day I was in the, uh, the old Love Field Airport in Dallas, and I recognized Dr. Maxwell Moss, who I'd seen and heard in a speech and I went up to him and asked him if he was Dr. Moss, and he said yes. And uh, as as uh, the audience will probably know, he was famous then for writing the book Psycho-Cybernetics. A classic. Psycho-Cybernetics. It's a classic. And it was the, yeah, it is a classic. And it was the most popular self-help book back in those years. Um, the book sold, ultimately sold 30 million copies. And so I stopped him and asked him if he uh, was Dr. Moss. He said, yes. Who are you? And I told him, and he said, what do you do? And I gave him a card and, and, and a little brochure of the course that I was conducting. And he gave me his card, and he said, if you're ever in New York City, uh, come by and see me. Okay, well, I, I could hardly afford to get to Dallas from Emerald, so what would I be doing in, in New York City? Um, anyway... Uh, the um, the next Monday afternoon, I got a call from him, and he he said, uh, "This is Dr. Moss. Um, did you mean what you said Saturday?" And I had no idea what he's talking about, and so I, so I asked him what, and he said that you'd like to see me someday. I said, "Yes, sir." 
Uh, I certainly would. And he said, well, you have my card. Uh, be here at my office this Friday at 2 o'clock. And he hung the phone up. <laughs> wow. He was, he was a plastic surgeon, uh, uh, and and he didn't spend long a long time talking. Uh, it was, it, it, you know, it was uh, listen quick because I'm only going to tell you once. And uh, so I pulled all my pennies and and bought a first-class ticket from Amarillo to Dallas to LaGuardia in New York City. And and, and was, I went into his, uh, uh, what was actually uh, his uh, residence and his office. It was the 18th floor of a medical building at... Um, uh, 57th Street and Avenue of the Americas. And he'd moved in that building in 1932. He'd been there a long, long time. And, and uh, of course, I was intimidated, and I, I didn't know, you know, am I going to freeze up? Or, you know, this is, a, this is a very famous man. And so I was seated in his uh, parlor, and in a, in a few moments he comes in, and he looks at me and he said, yes, what do you want? <laughs> Well, oh, they kind of they kind of set me back, and I said, I said, well, doctor, you invited me here. And he said, oh, oh, he said, tell me what your name is again. <laughs> and uh, so I, I, you know, I, I did have the energy to tell him my name, and he said, now tell me what you do again. And I said, and I told him, and he 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 said, how would you like to go big time? And and I said, sir, I don't, I'm not sure I understand what you're saying. Well, he didn't like for you not to understand him. And he said, how would you like to go big time? And I said, well, I guess I would. So he he gets up and goes in the other room, and he brings back a paperback copy of his book, Psycho-Cybernetics. And he hands it to me, and he said, um, go back and, and write the first four chapters for cassette tapes. This was in 1968, and cassette tapes were just coming in. They, yeah, they, they, they were doing that, and in fact, I think we were the first ones to ever use them for for self help things. But anyway, um, I I said, uh, okay, I'm not sure I understand what you want here, and he said, rewrite the first four chapters um, and be back here. Two weeks from today, at the same time, and he, and he ushered me to the elevator, and I was going down to the floor, wondering, what in the world is happening here? And, and the the angel on my one of my shoulders was saying, "Oh, this is a great thing," you know. The devil on the other side was saying, "You know, you're about to get really hooked." And, and oh yeah. So, so anyway, to, to end the long story, uh, I went back and and rewrote the first four chapters. I still have the the book and the and the editing that I did, and took it back. and He liked it, and he said, "Okay, go back and do the next four chapters." Okay, and and uh, um, on the uh, my next trip out there, we I mentioned something about doing a psycho cybernetics for children. And he got excited about that, and he said, okay, go back and, and outline that and be back two weeks from today. Well, that's when, a lot of plane tickets. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he, he made no offer to pay the plane, but I was saying, you, you know, hey, I'm going to get an education here that I probably couldn't pay for. Uh, and 
So along with his story, uh, I worked with him for seven years before he passed away. He he passed away in 1975. And uh, he left me the rights to psycho-cybernetics for seminars and workshops, which we, um, we, we did that for a couple of years until uh, some con people uh, approached Mrs. Malls and had her sign a document and and uh, it, it was we, we had to just back out and and count our losses on the thing. But uh, it, that was an interesting thing. What I learned from him, and and his great book had made a statement. Now he wrote the book in 1960, a long time ago. Uh, although it's still as fresh today as it was then. Um, one of his major points was that each one of us has a thing he called a self-image. It's our unconscious mental picture of who we are. And whatever the self-image is, and it's, and, and it's generally been formed by a response to our life experiences, and whatever it is, it totally controls our actions, feelings, behavior, and abilities. Well, that was a bombshell back in those years. Oh, Yeah. It, yeah, I I remember. Yeah, and and what the irony was that I was I I was doing a process that caused that to happen to people. I didn't understand what was happening. He knew what was happening, but he didn't know how to make it happen. And and so we kind of fitted both of our uh, things together, and, um, and 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 it was an incredible learning experience. And that's how you got your start in seminars. Were you yeah, already in sales before you met Dr. Maltz? Well, yeah, yeah that uh, I was already doing it, but that gave me, uh, at least in my own mind, um, a little bit broader status than the, the city limits of Amarillo, Texas. And, and he introduced me to a lot of people that, and and and, and so my whole belief boundary was expanded tremendously and uh, then I uh, we wrote um, a a couple of programs for kids um, I wrote some programs for school systems for junior high and and uh, and high school level and 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 then um, we, we I, I marketed those and they got more more and more difficult to sell personal growth and get money for it and uh, that was when, in 1980, um, I um, first designed the Integrity Selling Program and began to market that. Um, it, 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 it changed the definition of selling uh, from doing things to people to doing things for people. It, it changed the, the whole value system of the selling process. And I want to talk more about that, but right now we need to go to break because I want to hold that thought so we can expand on it without interruption. This is Irene Conlon and my guest Ron Willingham saying stay tuned. We'll be back with more. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. 
When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. My guest today is Ron Willingham. We're talking about integrity and uh, integrity in sales. Ron, you were right in the middle of a great story when I interrupted you because I wanted you to be able to get into how you got into teaching integrity in sales uh, without being interrupted. So why don't you just continue with that wonderful story? Okay. Um, the, in, uh, in 1980, uh, it got very difficult to sell companies' personal growth. And um, what? Why do you think that was? Why why did that happen? uh, They wanted something specific that paid off, and they wanted to see an end result benefit other than just building people. Um, And uh, so I I sat down one day and and uh, asked myself, you know, what is the major thing that I've learned to help people? And it was how to create behavior change. And, okay, well, who would pay me to do that? Um, and, well, if I can help people sell more, I'll get paid more. And and so, and I'd, I'd always, um, I went to college, wanted to be a salesperson, and I'd always kind of thought of myself as that. And yet, um, in the selling that I did, it was never persuasion or convincing people to buy or tricks or gimmicks or closing techniques or stuff like that. And 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 I began to sit down one day and analyze, okay, I've been pretty successful in selling. What what was the process? And and I was really thinking that through and one of my best friends was a physician and I went by to pick him up for lunch one day and was sitting in his reception room and ask myself the question, what's his business model? Well, it's pretty simple. You go in there, and they greet you, make you feel comfortable, take you into an operatory or, or in, in, in a room, and the doctor comes in and he begins to ask questions. 
and and he asks questions to find out what your problem is. And and when he finds out what your problem is after doing tests or whatever, then he says, "Okay, here's how I can solve your problem. Here's what you here's what you need to take, or here's what you need to do." And so I, uh, I said, that's exactly how I have been selling. Um, b- because it's never about, I want to sell you something. It was, it was about, let me understand you and your problems and your goals and your objectives to see if I can help you reach those. And, and uh, so, so I began to noodle that around, and I put together uh, a process that we call, in 1980, Integrity Selling. Can I and, ask and you a was, question? Yeah. What were you selling? What what kind of products uh, or goods? When I, yeah, or when I got out of college, I um, for five years I sold office equipment. Okay. And and I was calling on uh, purchasing agents and and office managers and and companies, and um, and then I opened a retail furniture business, um, borrowed all the money I could borrow and opened its business, knowing nothing about it. And uh, so that's basically what I had sold. Um, and, 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 and yet I was, uh, I never felt comfortable um, trying to do things that, that caused people um, to do things for me when it was better for me than it would be for them. Um, and, and so the term integrity came up. And we, we uh, put it together and struggled for two or three, four years. And, um, one day, uh, uh, we, we sold, uh, I'm meeting with the director of training and education at Chevrolet and, uh, one, uh, a, a dealer that he'd known had used one of my old courses, uh, that was just a personal growth course. And so this guy knew me and make a long story short, um, we, we did a pilot program with 12 Chevrolet dealers of different sizes to measure the results of it. At the end of the of the thing, and, and about uh, three, four months later, um, we got some numbers in, and their closing ratios had increased from one in five to one in four, but their negotiated gross profits had increased 31%. Ooh, that's this significant. Was huge. It was <laughs> just huge. And what we did was to try to teach them to, not to do what they've been doing, uh, not to see what they did as selling cars to people and doing tricks and gimmicks to get them to buy, but but sit down with people and truly understand how do you use this vehicle, uh, what have you been using, how many miles you're to get on it, but get information that tells them what this person's needs are or, or how they use it. And, and then once they understand that, recommend a specific vehicle to fill that. And and it sounds so simple, but when they begin to do that, they uh, they, they they made more sales, and and they got more um, uh, profit for the sales. So so on basis of that, um, we signed a contract with Chevrolet, and I customized the program for them, and we trained eighteen hundred managers and nine hundred dealerships to conduct it, and and we had about twenty eight thousand. Salespeople go through the program the first year. Wow! Uh, so that kind of gave us a, a, a little bit of confidence and and some money. <laughs> and, and, uh, money helps. <laughs> and so that that was kind of the catalyst. I mean, that was the the 
the, the, the liftoff that we needed uh, to do it. So since then, uh, we we have uh, we have had about a million and a half graduates of that course, and and a couple others that that, that we had, and 130 nations. Um, large companies like Johnson and Johnson, uh, Johnson and Johnson, I'm told, uh, has had over 45,000 of their pharmaceutical reps and medical device reps go through the course. Wow! Um, and uh, so, so we begin to get a lot of uh, larger clients, financial service companies, uh, and so on and so on. And uh, then I had a partner, and we went through the years, and he was getting dementia and wanted to sell his interest, and so we sold that company in 1987. Um, and and uh, I retired for three weeks and and uh, <laughs> for three weeks <laughs> c- couldn't uh, handle the stress of it. And I I, I spent the next five years uh, going through a no compete I had, and also reading and studying and and working in the field with some people um, because I, I have never been convinced that that um, that we know enough about the human psyche. Oh no, we don't. In order to change it, uh, in order to to really uh, address what we need to address, and um, so I came up with the concept that we're working with now, and we call it uh, the, the authentic salesperson. It's a 13-week course that that I developed that we train people to conduct in their companies, and we address um, fundamentally the three the three major dimensions within people that we think have to be touched in order to be more productive. Um, and one dimension is um, is my mind. <laughs> you know, I, I need to learn things. But where most training is just information dispensing. And, and the, the assumption is if you hear this and remember this and practice this, you'll be successful. But about ninety-seven percent gets lost in the shuffle of that, and 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 uh, so so what we've done is that we're able to touch the inner emotional beliefs of people, and and uh, to to help people discover the, the the inner belief boundaries that they that they have cultivated, and how to work through these boundaries, um, and. Um, so we're 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 teaching people information, but through our process, we're helping them develop emotional responses and and build emotional beliefs, and and even deeper than that uh, is 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 a spiritual dimension within us that we all have. The, the, you know, we can call it the unconscious or whatever we want to, but but inside that unconscious. Is where our belief boundaries reside. Is where our values reside. And Dr. Carl Jung, um, who is probably my favorite um, person, I've studied him more than almost anyone. Uh, Dr. Carl Jung suggested that that in in this unconscious part of us, that there is what he called a the spirit of truth. Yes. And now, yeah. Now think about that just a moment. Um, 
the spirit of truth. In other words, in this unconscious part of us is the knowledge of what's right and what's wrong. Well, um, what do we do with that? And so what we do is to help people select um, uh, uh, to, to select behaviors that are congruent with the spirit of truth. Uh, for instance, um, the, let's, let's just take one a very common thing we call the golden rule. Treat other people as you want them to treat you. Uh, we know that if I make a choice to practice that, that that the, the the practice of it triggers positive emotions, uh, confidence, enthusiasm, um, um, uh, energy, uh, and and, uh, and 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 so since the biggest problem with salespeople is call reluctance or fear of rejection, um, we deal with that. We deal with the cause of it and not just the effects of saying to people, "You need to make more calls. Or you need to do this. You need to do that." I want to get into this much more, but right now it's time for us to go to break. I really want to hear about this again without interruption. This is really good stuff. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Ron Willingham, saying stay tuned. We're going to be back with more. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Every one of us confronts challenges that rock our world to the core, making us confused and disoriented, not knowing which way is up. On The Mother Rising, host Margaret Jacobson will nourish that spark that enlivens. You will be both empowered and inspired to create the changes leading you on your path to your own true freedom. Discover your worth and what you are capable of. Tune into The Mother Rising every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, voiceamericaempowerment.com. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self-improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the self-improvement show. My guest today is Ron Willingham. We're talking about integrity and selling. Uh, Ron, before we really continue, tell people how they can find you. The link is on the blog, but give it to them, you know, from you. 
How can uh, they find okay. uh, my our, our website is um, theauthenticsalesperson.com or authenticsalesperson.com. Um, and uh, my newest book is entitled Authenticity, and and they can uh, they can Google oh. uh, and 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 get you know and and get uh, online with that. And and um, so those, those are a couple of ways. My email is Ron at authentic. Excuse me, uh, I forget who I am. Uh, it's Ron at <laughs> I authentic, understand. It's Ron at authenticsalesperson dot com is my email. And you were talking about um, spirit of truth before we went to break. Yes. Yeah, this is, um, um, as I mentioned, I had studied Dr. Carl Jung many, many, many times and devoured his thinking, his research, and, and everything. And the most significant thing, from my standpoint, um, that he discovered or presented is, is that he said in the unconscious part of us is what he called the spirit of truth. In other words, um, in the unconscious part of us is the knowledge of truth and untruth, is the knowledge of right and wrong. Uh, and that's why um, in, in, in our seminars, as we train trainers, uh, we do a little um, kinesiology experience, and, and we have people hold their arm up and test their arm strength, ah. and we ask them to, um, uh, to, to say the word cell, and they're weak as they can be. We ask them to say the word "help," and they're strong. Um, we, we, um, and 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 so um, we we have literally changed the whole concept of what selling is, and we define selling now. And this is in my new book, uh, Authenticity: The Head, Heart, and Soul of Selling. But but, um, but 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 what we what we believe and what what we have changed is our, our definition of selling is that selling is seeing as many people as we can see to find out who needs our help. Okay, think about that a moment. Oh, that's wonderful. Think about that a moment. Uh, that selling is seeing as many people as I can see to find out who needs our help. If they need our help, we help them. If they don't need it, um, we haven't failed. We've succeeded in finding out who we can help. Um, and, and, and so um, we test that with people in our seminars and, and get, them, get, get them saying that, and, uh, uh, and, and, and they're, they're very, very strong. Well, we have a process for that, and it's, it's in the book, and it's in the Authentic Salesperson course. Okay, let's talk a minute about your book, because I did not see that book anywhere. Um, did it just come out? Has it been out for a while? How it's been out about six, about six months. Well, I totally missed that one. Yeah, we, it, um, you, you, it, it should have popped up when you, when you put my name ah. on Google. Uh, anyway, the definition of failure in selling is... Uh, uh, is finding people who want or need our help, but we won't help them. Well, that's probably not going to happen. Um, it's also failing to contact people who might need our help because we're afraid 
we can't relate to them or that they think that we're trying to just make money off of them. When we get people intellectually buying into that, it changes their their their, their, their countenance. When we get people emotionally espousing it, which is a process, a, a process that takes three or four or five weeks, um, it changes their lives. And 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 so uh, we make a point that that selling has two. Um, the two points to it. Uh, the first one is that that we have an obligation to help as many people as we can, and secondly, that we have the op- we have the right to receive compensation consistent with the value we create. So 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 often when I mention uh, this, people say, "Well, I sell to make money." And I say, well, so do I, because I have to have it to live and, and and pay bills and all kinds of things. But how do I make the most money? That's the question. And the and our answer is by creating the most value for the most people. Exactly. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Uh, we have we've had not not too long ago movies. Like Glenn, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, the you know the one, the Wolf of Wall Street, where people yeah. were really wheeling and dealing, and they really didn't care about their customer; they just were there to make the sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, can, can you change that approach to this approach that has integrity? Can you change people who really believe that that's how you sell, because I found those movies to be very crass and very disturbing. Yeah. Well, um, it, it, it's, things have changed a lot since they, uh, since they made those. Good. Um, the classic, uh, I, I guess if we look at the people who are trying to be the most manipulative, we would, you know, the first thing is uh, car people, you know, car salespeople. Oh, yeah. And, uh, um, and what we learned is that if we could get car salespeople approaching customers saying, "I'm not, I'm not going to try to sell you something. I want to get to know you and what your needs are to see if I can help you get the best value." That when we can get them saying that, they not only feel better about it, and because it is congruent with the spirit of truth within them, and 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 it may be that they're so jaded. That that they laugh at it, or or they, they you know it just isn't who they are, and we can't help that. Um, but but um, we also know, and there's research being done. I have a friend in Dallas who's a, is a uh, medical psychologist, and he sent me a uh, a study a year or so ago that said that in the first 15 seconds when we come in contact with people that we send signals to them that are received and processed and looped back to us within 15 minutes, 15 seconds. Now think about that a moment. Uh-huh. If, my, if my intent is to help you, chances are I'm going to communicate that to you. And likewise, if my intent is to do something to get you to buy, I want to communicate that to you. And, and so we're dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. There, there's been a lot of research lately in brain patterns 
Um, one one of the and I know that you uh, that you read Doctor uh, David Hawkins stuff up up in Sedona. Oh yes, oh yes, I love David Hawkins. Excuse me. He made a point that that uh, we use in our in our seminars and is in my book. Uh, he said that. Uh, the intent to serve others activates the right brain chemistry and physiology. He went on to say that this causes our brains to release neurotransmitters and endorphins. Isn't that interesting? Now, wait a minute. You're saying that if somebody approaches me with wanting to help, that my brain reacts or am I the salesman and my brain is changing as I want to help instead of sell or is the person that I want to to talk to about whatever it is I have is it affecting them or am I affected first and that then in turn is relayed to them in that 15 seconds which one of those is that <laughs> well, there, you see, there's a there's a reciprocity here um, that that unconsciously um, the, the 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 unconscious parts of us processes information many 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 times faster and more accurately than our conscious processes, um, and and so so the reciprocity is that if my intent is to serve you, I will. Um, I, I will give off signals that you receive that says you you want to help me instead of sell me stuff. So so there, there is there is trust developed this way. And the receiver is receiving yes. that message that you're sending out unconsciously. So uh-huh. even if even if and, I come across as wanting to help, but my intention is to sell them anything I can get them to buy, they're going to get the message that I want to sell them something they may not even want yeah. instead of I yeah. want to help. But they, they get it, uh, not necessarily consciously, but they get it on a deep subliminal level, and so they don't Which, feel good about us, or they do feel yeah. good about us. It's very powerful when you receive a message yeah, at that it, level. It, it is. So our whole, uh, we, we have a six-step, we call a client-focused selling system. And, and the, uh, the, the, the six steps are, uh, the, 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 and it's the acronym uh, uh, client. And, and the, the first step is connect with people or gain rapport with people. And, and, and so I'm, I want to do something to listen to people, to understand people, to, to, to develop some kind of a connection with them. Um, the second step is to listen to them, uh, un- unconditional listening. And my purpose is to diagnose what their wants, needs, or desired solutions might be. And, and once I understand that and have clarification on it, the third step is illustrate. And, and I do this by explaining how I can help clients enjoy the desired benefits they told me they wanted to enjoy. And the fourth step is evaluate. And here we take a moment and, 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 and in essence say, before we go any further, let's make sure that what I'm recommending to you is the best solution for you. And, 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 and so that's the purpose of it. And, and we find that it, 
deepens trust and rapport when I sincerely do that. And the fifth step is negotiate or work out problems that keep people from buying when they want to buy. And the last step is transact, exchanging your solutions for clients' payment. And so it is a C-L-I-E-N-T, connect, listen, illustrate, evaluate, negotiate, and transact. So when people do that, they send signals to people that that uh, that are positive, and and um, uh, and and then in our course, our thirteen week course, we have time to help people develop unconscious habits of doing all this. Um, you can read a book, and uh, most people who buy books don't finish them, and the people who finish them probably don't go back and say, "Okay, here's one thing I want to practice this week," and and on and on, but in the course we we automatically do all those things, and and we see tremendous growth. Um, for, we we really uh, uh, as as we develop this whole thing, and going back to Dr. Malls, when when I learned his definition of the self-image, and and began to really study that and observe people, and and dig much deeper into what that means. Um, uh, it, it is my belief that that everyone's productivity is consistent with their unconscious beliefs about who they are and what they're capable of doing and what they deserve to have in the way of rewards. On that note, I want our listeners to think about that just for a moment as we go to break. Okay. Uh, think about your own self-image and how that is reflected in your own life and in possibly the way you sell or the way you approach people This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Ron Willingham, saying stay tuned. We'll be back with more. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog 
at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. We're talking today with Ron Willingham. We're talking about integrity and authenticity. We're talking about sailing. I, I guess my question, Ron, would be you started out working with integrity, and that was way ahead of your time back then. There wasn't much yeah. written about integrity and selling. Now you're talking about authenticity, and this is really big in a lot of the self-help literature teachings right now, but still you're ahead of your time with authenticity and selling. Tell us a little bit about what you mean by authenticity and selling, and, and how does it change your approach to the way you go about, I guess, selling, but helping people with your product or service? Okay. Um, for many years, uh, uh, we used the word integrity, and, and, and it was certainly uh, appropriate. Um, integrity has um, to do generally with what I do, how I act, uh, how I perform. Uh, authenticity has to do with who I am. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and as, we, um, as we learned all this and as we begin to learn so much about the, the inner belief boundaries of people, how they control certain parts of our lives, um, then, then um, it became much more important that, that we help people know that it is who they are that drives their behaviors, and it is who they are that, um, that comes across to other people. And, and so if, if I have a high degree of authenticity, I will automatically practice integrity uh, in my actions. Um, and and uh, so, so, so that's kind of a quickie uh, there. Uh, but we, yeah. your, your authenticity will present itself to my subconscious mind and I will have an idea or a feeling that you're for real. Is that yes. how it if is? I am, if I am for real, chances are you'll know that. Unless you're a con person yourself and you kind of see everyone as that way and, and maybe you don't trust people anyway. So mm. you know, there, there are exceptions. But, but generally... And and I'll, I'll just make a wild statement. Uh, uh, you know, ninety five, ninety seven percent of the time, if if I am truly trying to do the right thing for people, if that's if that's not only what I do, but it's who I am, then that will be communicated to some degree in most all of our transactions. And there's a part of me that will recognize that in you. Yes, uh-huh. and and so that's the spirit of truth. Um, the the, the, uh, the uh, I, I began uh, writing the book and the program um, with a statement from the um, from the Bible. It said, um, "The greatest among you will be your servant," and uh, a paradox. But but see, that is part of the spirit of truth. That is that is a true statement. And, and, and when my intent is to serve you rather than to try to get you to buy something from me, then I trigger, uh, the, 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 it becomes, uh, the, there is an interaction between 
the choice to do that and the spirit of truth within me that then produces my emotions. That's what we've said in the book that I'm not sure has ever been said before. Um, uh, and, and, uh, and, and so um, we, we have the choice of what we do, whether it's going to generate energy and confidence and a sense of meaning and fulfillment within me, or is it going to make me feel cheap and, and, um, uh, and degraded and, and, um, uh, and, 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 and not good about myself? Uh, and, and so much of the selling that people are trained to do con- uh, conflicts with their inner spirit of truth, and it triggers all kinds of fears, anxiety, um, uh, lack of hope, uh, low self-esteem, and a whole host of things are triggered when my intent is on what I'm going to get out of it, not caring what you're going to get out of it. That's very interesting, and you can see you can really almost see this when you when you are wanting to buy. You can almost feel what the salesman is about. You know, I, I somehow this little flash of when you go into a, a, a clothing store and you put on something, and you know you just look awful. And the salesperson is saying how wonderful you look. <laughs> That's the thought yeah. that came to my mind. Uh, yeah. Because I, you see this a lot. The same with a car. Or, you know, they, or they try to upsell you and upsell you until you can't buy anymore. Those mm-hmm. kind of things. You, you wouldn't be able to do that if you're working from authenticity and integrity, would you? <laughs> we um, we look at three dimensions within people, um, and and uh, and the first dimension is the knowing or the I know, the conscious. Uh, that's the conscious part of me. It learns information. I make decisions with it, etc. The the second is the feeling part of me, the I feel, um, and and uh, that will overrule our our I know over and over again. Uh, because our emotions drive most of our behaviors. Well, how do we create positive emotions that drive positive behavior? It becomes a question. And you can't do it intellectually or with willpower. The, the third dimension, the, the deeper dimension, is the being part. That's the, the I am. It's, and that's the, where the spirit of truth resides within us and where our values reside within us. And, and we believe that that when I make decisions with my I know that are congruent with the values, beliefs, and spirit of truth in the I am, that it produces positive emotions. And these positive emotions either help us carry out what we're doing or what we know to do, or it stops us. Like, I know I should make more calls on people, but every time I, um, you know, pull up to, to a company, um, I get almost paralyzed. Um, well, and 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 that, that's focusing on me instead of focusing on. Um, I'm anxious to know if I can help these people. Interesting, Ron. We are right up to the end of the show. What's the thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today? 
the thought is um, uh, the greatest among you will be your servant. And and, and then uh, finally, it's the priority I mentioned earlier. My primary purpose as a salesperson is to create the most value for the most people. My secondary purpose is to expect to be compensated consistent with the value I create. When those are in that one-two order, I am very healthy, and I should be um, very, very successful. Thank you so much. Next week's show is next week's show. We're going to have Shannon Ivana and Margaret Schlesinger, who's going to be talking about weight loss solutions. Ron, thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah, I, you've given us so much really valuable information. Uh, there's no way to thank you enough. This is Irene Conlon and my guest Ron Willingham saying thank you for being with us today. Come back again next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.